0: Okay, we're in Genesis. We've been going through Genesis for the past uh six or seven, eight weeks. Yeah, Luke, come on up here. Um, today we're going to be talking about this. Yeah, Luke. Good. Luke's... Does anyone else want to act it out with Luke? Hi. Does, it's not there. No. Anyone else want to act it out with Luke? Luke's going to act it out. Yeah, Jackie, come up here. All right, you guys have... To, anyone else? Another person want to act it out? Please don't No. <laughs> so... No, we don't need a third person. You want to act it out? Sure. Come on up here. Um, okay. Luke, you're going to be... Jackie, you're going to be God. Luke, Luke, you're going to be... No, there's no devil in this passage. Luke, you're going to be just the people of the earth. And Bentley, you're also going to be the people of the earth with Luke. Okay? Should I be over here, though? Uh, yeah, maybe no. all of you go over here. I'll move over this way. Um, we've been going through Genesis. Last time we were in Genesis, we talked about Noah and Noah finally I'm sorry. <laughs> Noah finally landed on some land. He finally found some space, some dry space, and now years later there's generations that have passed and the earth is populated again. There's people all over the earth, okay? So that's where we are. We're in Genesis 11, we're in verses 1 through 9, and um, we're going to talk about what makes life great. OK, there's these people in our passage today and they really want life. They really want a great life and they really want life to the full. OK, but they're missing one key ingredient. And and so something happens. So as we read this passage today, as we talk today, as you're in small group today, be thinking about this question. OK, here's the question. What makes life great? What what makes life great? What makes life full? OK, be thinking about those questions. I'm going to read our passage. We're in Genesis 11, verses 1 through 9. All right. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. Yeah, you guys, you and Bentley are the whole earth. Good. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And and they said to one another, they said to one another, "Come, let us let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly." And they had brick for stone. And bitumen for mortar, then they said, "Come, let us build, our, build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower. You're, yeah you come down, yeah, just walk, yeah, but to them to see their city, go look at their city. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built, and the Lord said. Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord the Lord dispersed them from there, over the face of the earth. The Lord dispersed them. So you guys have to split up. Yeah, you guys split up. Good. Good job. And they left off they left off building the city. Therefore the city's name was called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. Good job. All right. Yeah, good job. All right, let me let me pray for us and then and then we'll get into what makes life great, okay, and how this passage kind of shows us. All right, let me pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for um just being able to enjoy this time together. Um we thank you uh just for the reminder that we are not alone when we get to be here and we get to see other people and see other faces and and talk with one another. We thank you um for uh just your word and being able to to read it but also um see it uh, in a new light, just, and, and enjoy it by acting it out. Um, help us to, to not just, um, to not let this time pass us by, but to really think about what makes life great. Um, and think about how, what you have to do with all of this. Um, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so this is a pretty popular story. It's called the Tower of Babel, okay? There are these people, and they're building a tall tower because they want to make their name great, right? In verse in verse 4, it says, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves. The reason they're doing this is because they want other people to look at them and be like, they are so great, okay? And then God comes down and he says, this isn't good for them. This isn't good for them. And so he confuses them so they can't communicate and finish off building their city, and they're dispersed over the all, all the earth. But before I tell you that, I want to tell you about a mistake that I've made two times. Okay, I've made, I've made the same mistake twice in my life. And I've probably made it more than just twice, but there's two specific times that I can think about. Okay, And so you might be like, how could you do that? How could you make, make a mistake twice? You know, after you make it once, how would you make it twice? Well, here, here's the mistake that I made. Okay, this is the mistake that I made. The mistake that I made was leaving leaving the people that I love To go and chase my dreams or make, make a life or take opportunities that I thought would like build a better resume. Okay. Or to gain experience and have success. But really, when I took these opportunities and I left the people that I love, I really just felt lonely and I felt empty. And I felt like, yeah, I was, I was doing something that was maybe would make me successful, but I didn't have people around me that loved me or that I loved. And so I realized that something I realized in the, in those mistakes was that, well, actually I'll share about those times. One time when I was a freshman in college, I really wanted to, I always want to be like a youth pastor or youth director. And so in college, I was looking for a, uh, internship to do my summer, the summer after my freshman year. And so I was searching around and I found an internship at a church in Tom's River, which is about an hour and a half, two hours away from here. Okay. So not too far, but I remember going there and it was far enough where I couldn't go home every day or even every weekend because I worked at the church on weekends. And so it was hard to find time to really go home and see people. And so I got there and it was, it was a, it was good because I got to meet a lot of new people and have this really good experience. But also I felt so lonely that whole summer because I missed people that I loved and people that I, I missed being around like community. And and I, I took this great opportunity, but I was like, in, in a sense, it was a mistake because I just felt so empty. And then also one summer I, I made the same mistake. I, I was like, OK, I was dating Cass at this point And I was like, all right, I don't really I don't really want to do distance with Cass. So I was like, OK, I'll go. My friend lives in Spokane where she's from and where she lived. So it's like, I'll go live with my friend in Spokane so I can be close to my friends and the cast for the whole summer. And then about a month and a half in, I'm having a great time, okay? I'm not really worried. I was like, I didn't I didn't know I, I was like didn't really have a job and stuff, and, and I was just kind of sitting there at my friend's house and kind of looking for jobs and and uh for a summer. And then I get a text from one of my teachers who's like, hey, there's this great position that just opened up at a church in Phoenix. Um do you want to go like interview and maybe work there and I was like oh my gosh like I came here because I made this mistake before and I came here because I didn't want to make this mistake again and and be away from people I loved and I I was like but I can't pass up this opportunity because it's such a good opportunity it was like it wasn't just an internship but it was like a real youth director job like I would get to be in charge it it was like the it was like the, the best opportunity that I would have at that point uh kind of yeah and, and so we thought about it and I talked and we were talking about it. I was talking about Cass and my other friends and my parents and, and I, I decided to do it. And so I go and spend, it was just a month and a half before Cass and my other friends got back to Arizona where I went to school. But it was like, it was one of the worst month and a half of my life because I just, again, I just, felt I got there and it was a great opportunity. It was great for like my resume. It was great for the experience, but I was just like, but no one here that I really have a real, there's no one here that I really have a real connection with that I love, that loves me. And so it got me like those two mistakes, and I'm sure I've made that mistake plenty of other times, but that really like started to get me thinking, what 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 makes what makes life great? Right? And I kind of realized that what made my life great wasn't the success that I could have or accomplishing my dreams or getting all this great experience, but actually what makes my life great is is the people that I have around me and the love of those people around me. Okay. And I think that the people in our passage today. They, they kind of need to realize the same thing. All right. In verse four, I I read this before, but in verse four, it says, the people say this, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves. That's what the people say. They're like, we have these dreams. We're going to build this big city and everyone's going to look at us and they're going to say, you are so great. They're going to be like, they're like, this is such a great opportunity for success, for accomplishment, for my life to be great. And they thought that it would make their life great. They, they want to accomplish like this big feat, this wild dream, a tall tower that goes that goes to the heavens, that goes to the sky, probably like the sky creepers. Huh? Crazy. Crazy, right? So that they can be great and they can make a name for, for themselves. But then God sees this going on. Okay, he sees these people who are trying to make a name who are trying to make their lives full by accomplishing these things, by by making their names great, by making this great city. And he and he looks down he looks down and he says, No, this is wrong. Like this isn't what makes Life great this is what what makes your life great, this is what makes your life full, but actually he he, he actually goes down, he doesn't want them to continue on this path because he, he doesn't he's like this is what this is not what makes life great. making your own name great is not what makes life great, but he actually goes down, and in verse six it says, and the Lord said, behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. He knows that once they go down this path and they just start thinking about everything that's going to make them great. They're just going to keep thinking about what's going to make me great. What's going to make me great. What's going to make me great. And God says, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. He doesn't want them to continue down this path because he knows that actually that is not what makes life great. Making our own names great, making their own names great is not what makes life great because God knows that there is a key ingredient that's missing. Okay. And that key ingredient is a person. He knows that The key ingredient that is missing from their life to make it full, to make it great, is God, is himself. That's what makes life great, is knowing God and being with God. And like me, these people, these people who are building this tower, they thought that chasing their dreams, that success, that making their names great would lead to a great and full life. But they're actually missing out on being with the one who loves them. In the midst of this, they're missing out on being with the one who loves them. They're missing out on being with God a love that is greater than all other love. And, you know, as I thought about this, like as I, as I shared about my own life, right, I kind of have this experience of like missing out on being with people who love me, missing out because I want to chase what would make me great. At the same time, like I, I can think of all the times that I miss out on being with God because I'm thinking about what will make me great. I miss out on experiencing God's love and being with him and knowing him because I'm so focused on what would make me great. And I think that all of us, we all miss out on, on a great life or a full life for the same reasons, right? Because maybe we think we know best what is going to make our lives great. Maybe like we prioritize, maybe you prioritize your success in sports or your grades, right? Getting into a great college or a dream school or like whatever's next. What's your dream? How can I get there? What are the things that I can do to get there? My life is going to be great as long as I can accomplish those things. Or maybe it's just being the best at whatever you're doing. If you play Fortnite, you want to be the best Fortnite player, right? Boo, sorry. Or maybe you take tests, or sports. Maybe you want to be the best sport player on your team, or maybe you want to make it to college or even the pros. Or maybe you just want to be the most popular. Maybe you just want to, you're like, my life is going to be great if I'm just the most popular person. Okay? Maybe it's just having a job in the future that makes you the most money, or being fit, maybe. Or maybe it's just knowing, having like, knowing, having knowledge about the most things. Like being the smartest about, about things. Maybe we all think those things, maybe you think those, some of those things will make you great and make your life great. Okay? I think we all do this. We we think that these things make life the greatest and the most full. But God knows that what would really make our lives great, what would really make our lives full, is to be with him, is to be with God who loves you, even when you're the worst at sports, or you get the worst grades, or you or you really messed up, or you're the worst at Fortnite. The thing that really makes our lives great, the thing that really makes our lives full is not when we make a name for ourselves, but it's when we know the one who loves us, when we are with the one who loves us, no matter who we are, no matter how great our names are. That is what makes our lives great. And so let me just finish with this. Okay, let me finish with this. It's not until we actually realize that that we can start to believe that more and more. I know it's not just like a switch that we're like, oh, I believe this all of a sudden, my life's better. But it's not until we begin to realize this and to trust that it's not about what our names actually are, how great our names are, but actually how great God's love is for us. It's not until we actually realize that, uh, until, until we will get to experience this great full life. You know, you might get you might get little glimpses of a great life, of a full life, right? Like all, all the time. Maybe, maybe you got the best grade on a test and you get a little glimpse of like, oh, yeah, my life is great. But then the next week you have another test and you need to do it all over again. Right, or the same with sports, or maybe you you do all you 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 feel like your parents or your teachers or whoever really like you one week, and you're like, okay, I'm doing I'm doing good, my life is great, but then the next week something something just happens, something's just off, and everything just crumbles down, right? God God wants you to know that is not a great life is not dependent on you making your own name great, but a great life, a full life. It's just dependent on you being with a God who loves you more than anything. So even though you might get little glimpses here and there of satisfaction from your own glory, being with God and knowing God and being sure of his love for you will actually bring a deep and lasting, a real sense of a great life, a life that is lived to the fullest. So think about that. Think about that. What makes life great? What makes life full? Let's pray. Jesus, we Jesus, we thank you that it is not up to us to obtain some sort of great life um, through having success or being the best or being the most put together, um, but really a, a great life, a, a life that is to the full, is just one where we dwell with you, where we know your immense love for us, no matter who we are, what we've done. Help us to to know that more and more. So that when we ask ourselves the question, what makes life great? What makes life full? We know that it is just simply being with you, knowing you. Jesus, we, we love you and we thank you even more for your love for us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.